Welcome to the Aaron LeBauer Show. This is the number one show for passionate physical therapy and healthcare entrepreneurs looking to level up their income and impact on the world. If that's you, then you're in the right place. So sit back, chill out, and let's get into the show. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Aaron LeBauer Show. This is Aaron, and uh, I think there's going to be a short episode today, um, but there's something on my mind that I've reiterated a few times to people, and I need to share it with you, and that's to, ins- it's to assume the best. Like, always assume the best. Always assume the best, that people have the best intentions, because if we go around assuming that people have negative intentions, it's going to bring negativity into our lives. Always assume the best. So for instance, when someone cancels in your clinic, like they call and leave a message, say, hey, I need to cancel my appointment Monday. Always assume that they're canceling and they intend to reschedule. So when you call them back, you say, hey, Mr. Jones, thank you so much for your advance notice. Um, I'm calling to reschedule you. I've got time available this Wednesday or Thursday or next week at the same time. Which one works best for you? Call me back and let me know which one works best for you. Or you message them that. We get them back on the phone. We just assume that they were just canceling because something came up last minute and they're not ready to reschedule versus they've had buyer's remorse and they're ready to quit. Maybe after the second or third visit when they do that, they have had buyer's remorse and they're ready to quit and we fix that some other way in a sales training. But just assume the best intentions. Just assume the best. Uh, when someone, you know, no-shows, just assume that they didn't do it intentionally. A lot of people, they don't necessarily do it intentionally, but they're not paying attention. They're not taking your time seriously. But just assume the best. Because the worst case scenario is you assume the worst and you lose a client. Because that person did, kids did have a meltdown. And they weren't able to make it especially if it's like a little short, maybe they're five minutes late to a 15 minute meeting, you know, just assume maybe they had something else go over. I've had this happen to me. I'm sure it's happened to other people where like I, a few weeks ago I had four, uh, new patient strategy calls right in a row. There are these quick 15 minute calls to see if, you know, I see if, if, and how I can help. And if someone's ready to get help. And by the fourth one, I was like five or six minutes late getting it. And the person wasn't there. And, so I assumed that it was me that was late and they were like, well, Aaron's not here, so I'm going to bounce. And so then I sent an email and message on social media, never heard back. So I assumed it was my fault, but after getting that back, you know, I realized maybe they weren't there either. Um, so, you know, it happens to the best of us. Um, when I was racing bicycles, there was a guy, um, and I'm not even going to name his name because, you know, it's not, this isn't the point. Let's call him John. When John though, uh, John was a good friend of mine. Uh, but this guy and he was a category two and I was a category two, or maybe he was a category one and I was a two, or maybe I was a category one, like top amateur level. Most of the guys on our team were twos and threes and we needed some other good riders on our team. And we're living in San Francisco and he didn't have a team. He had ridden semi-pro for a couple of their teams and it was pretty good. Then I was training with him. I'd met him out training and talking about joining our team. And people said, Aaron, don't let him on our team. He's, he's bad news. He'll like, he's a jerk. I was like, well, he hasn't done that to me. He hasn't, he hasn't showed me that yet. So I invited him on our team it, against everyone else's like, you know, like, like best advice. I was like, well, he hasn't, you know, he hasn't done that to me. 
Okay, so I'm assuming the best. Well, then we go and this is when I was writing, I wasn't writing grants, I was contacting companies to get free gear. And we had this company, KHS, had given us, uh, was giving us free bikes. And it was the first year they were doing it. And I was the best person on the team. I was raising the, the money and the sponsorship for the team. And it was me and Phil, uh, were, I think so it was me and Phil were category twos and we were bringing on this other guy who was a one or a two. And the first bike we could get from KHS was a carbon bike and it was only in a size 56 and I gave that to Phil. And then they were like, okay, what are the other bikes you want? And I was like, well, we need a 58 for this guy, John. And then we need a 61 for me. And then we're going to get a deal. So they were giving us three or five free ones. And then they were going to give us like a, like these thousand dollar bike frames for a hundred bucks, like aluminum and carbon. They might've given us five free ones and then a deal. But anyways, I took like, and anyways, what we did was, um, was I, I gave Phil and this other guy the bikes first before I got my bike, even though I was doing all the work, I didn't take the carbon bike for me. You know, I could have gotten one for me, but I, I let them have it first. And, you know, like I did a lot of stuff. I raised money. We, I got him a deal. I got him free gear. Like we had, we each got like five sets of, uh, you know, tops and bottom bibs and jackets and arm warmers and all that stuff. I made sure he was good to go. And guess what? January rolls around and he's complaining about the bike. Why don't I have a bike? Why did Phil get a carbon bike? I'm like, well, it wasn't in your size and you still got a bike before I did. And all of a sudden, you know, we rode together for, you know, August, September, October, November, December. But by the time February rolled around, all of a sudden, like there he was showing himself. And I don't even think we had to kick him off the team, but I don't know that we got that bike back either. I can't remember. It's been 20 years. But you know what? I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. And that's how I go into relationships is give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to trust what you say, but I'm going to believe what you do, right? And I have to, and, and also as part of Aaron's growth is believing more about what people do rather than what they say. But I think we all need more of that. When you enter into conflict or when something shows up, like someone cancels last minute or you get an email that doesn't sit right, just look at it. You can, you've got it from your filter and perspective, and maybe you're bothered by it. But look at, try to put yourself in the other person's shoes and assume what is the best possible outcome? What is the most logical reason that they might have written it this way? Because especially when we're texting or emailing, there's, you're missing body language and intonation and inflection and volume and tonality. You're missing those things. So try to put yourself in their shoes and see, like, what did they mean? You know, okay, it triggers me. I feel this. All right, before you respond, sit for a minute and think about, okay, what are the possible explanations for why they sent this? If it's as simple as a patient canceling last minute or a client canceling last minute, you know, okay, do they have kids? Man, if you don't have kids, you don't know what it's like to have kids. Kids can throw your whole day off. One of them gets sick and you're out at school picking them up and they're screaming and crying and all you can think about is making sure my kid's okay, not like, oh my God, I need to get on and call or text or do something to cancel this appointment. Just assume the best. Assume the best because then that allows the best outcome to happen. Okay, I think it's also um, assume that they have the best intentions. Like if you're, yeah, if you're, I'm looking at my, I didn't really prepare notes for this one. I was just like going to fire this away. Like dream 100, 
when you're making marketing connections and you're going out and the owner of a gym says, yeah, I'd love to do a workshop with you. And you follow up with them and you don't hear back from them for a month. You don't hear back from them for weeks. You know, don't assume that they don't like you. Assume that they're busy. Assume that they've got fires of their own they're putting out. And the workshop isn't, isn't that important to them because maybe it, it, it's not. It might feel really important to you. Or when a patient like, you know, it's like a, a patient says they're going to come in, but they don't, or they're going to call, you know, just assume that they've got other things. And then we can go back and look like, did we sell it right? But when we're trying to put together partnerships and someone doesn't get back to us, just assume that they're busy. Maybe they have kids. Maybe they have a business to run. Maybe their business isn't doing as well as they make it seem and they're struggling with it. Maybe they're having relationship issues or maybe they're having staffing issues or maybe they're just traveling every week and it's super busy and they don't have time. Assume the best possible outcome. Uh, put yourself in their shoes and see what's the best thing is they're thinking, well, gosh, May would be a better time for this workshop, uh, February, March. I'm just super crazy busy, right? And they're thinking, I'll get back to them later. And then it's just, they got a list. So what do you do in that case? They say, all the is politely follow up, being politely persistent. And just assume that, hey, when you contact them, don't go, hey, I don't think you're busy enough. You're, you know, I'm not important enough. It's like, hey, I know you're busy. And I know there's a lot of things on your plate. Do you have five minutes to chat? Because maybe they're thinking this is a 30-minute conversation. You know, I've got two minutes. Uh, you know, I've got 15 minutes. I'll be in the area next Friday. Um, would it be crazy to ask if I could stop by? Right? Like, if we can go in assuming the best and then assuming that, we're understanding that when we're doing marketing, we need to talk to a hundred people, but we only need five people to five people to like, you know, make a connection with. Because one of those five could bring in fifty thousand dollars worth of business this year. So assume assume the best, assume that people have the best intentions. Um, I think it'll take you a long a long way. It's something that's helped me. Um, you know, I believe that uh I believe that when you, when we kind of force ourselves to look at things in a more positive outlook, we have more positive results. I talked about this on the vision and goal setting. I did, I did a vision board episode. It'll be either be next or the one before this. And we, there's so many negative things that can pull us out of our center that we really need to look at these things and understand where's this other person coming from and how do we create a win-win out of it? And don't let people drag you into the mud on social media either. Um, because they will when you're doing it right. But like I said, just assume the best possible outcome. Because if it isn't, you'll find that out. But if it is, you know, like, dude, you just want an extra bonus, right? Versus dismissing it uh, from the beginning. All right, I think that's it. That's It feels weird to have a short episode because I like to talk more. But I think that's that one little short thing I want you to kind of carry with you into the next week is... Um, Assume the best, and if you feel like uh, something's helped you with this show, inspired you, I'd love to hear about it. Um, maybe a five-star rating or review on iTunes, although I don't check those and get notifications. Other thing I'd really love is just maybe a message on Instagram or post something to your stories and tag me. Uh, I'd appreciate that. I'll give you a shout-out, reshare you. Um, have, a great, uh, have a great day. Go crush your goals. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace out. Hey, what's up? It's Aaron. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a five-star rating and review over on iTunes. And to catch all the latest from me, follow me over on Instagram at Aaron LeBauer. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.